0: Hello and welcome to another episode of 10,000 Hours. I'm Grant Spanier. And I'm Vince Kochi. And you are listening to episode 86 of the show. Vince, could you sense just
1: an upward tick in my demeanor there? I was I was worried for a second that it was 88 because it was a palindrome and you were super psyched about it. I do get hyped on palindromes. But it's not. It's 86. But there's a good reason that you were enthusiastic. Of course. We had Lalita
0: Ballesteros. Not a bad pronunciation. And and I will never pass over an opportunity to congratulate myself on a pronunciation, (laughs) uh, as we often uh, don't pass up the opportunity to talk about a segue. Speaking of, here's one (laughs) Lolita Ballesteros, super fiery, super exciting person. And we were talking about enthusiasm, which is why I came in here so hyped,
1: Vinny. Yes, we talked about enthusiasm, we talked about what it meant to have enthusiasm, we talked about how enthusiasm might not even be the best word. Over the course of conversation, we shifted to engagement, to living in the moment, to intuition, and a lot of other stops along the way, each of them more interesting than the last. Certainly, man,
0: one of the most fun episodes we have had in a while. Pure, high-octane, feel-good vibes from start to finish. Wow. Uh, yeah, I would recommend this one. So if you've listened this far, keep going. <laughs> uh, I believe in the first conversation I ever had with Alita, we were talking about podcasting. And I certainly brought up this company during that conversation, as I am apt to do when discussing podcasting, especially to someone who wants to podcast and that company is Simplecast Shout out to Simplecast for supporting this episode of the podcast And really for just making a dope product that we use with every single upload of our show It kind of gets all the junk out of the way And makes it super easy for you to upload a file and uh, a description Some notes
1: And boom, it's on the internet It's intuitive. Uh, not only do we use it for this show, I use it for my other show uh, that me and my my friend Elliot Matson do. And we've we've had plenty of guests who have their own podcasts yep. who use it that platform as well. At every turn, a ringing endorsement. So thank you, Simplecast, for doing what you do and for patronizing this show. Thank you to Lolita Ballesteros. Lolita Ballesteros. Thank you, Grant, for that pronunciation again. You got it. Uh, Thank you Lolita for a wonderful episode Great conversation Thank you listeners for listening As always we hope you enjoy Episode 86
0: Enthusiasm you tell our voices apart yeah, yeah this, this is really
2: me. It's, similar voices actually
0: this is grant
2: hi grant and vince hello you guys sound somewhat like mm. i feel like i'm drunk
0: i feel like it should be required of me to at least if i'm gonna vacillate if i'm gonna delay I think there should be a new rule. It has to. I have to do something clever at least, or like put in any. <laughs> I have to put in any level of effort to come up with something I mean, to fill the void I, after 84 episodes.
1: Why I start now? Would be my pushback.
0: Oh, <laughs> Respect. It, yeah, you're right. Why, why try and fix something that's clearly working?
1: <laughs> hey, no arguments here. Is this part of it? Is this? Meta-Vacillation?
0: Yeah. What that, I wish we did uh, weird show titles every time and we could just call this one Meta-Vacillation because that is a fantastic show title. <laughs> Save it for an album title. Oh, wow. Hold on. I'm going to write that down. <laughs> okay, Vince. Speaking of albums, I know you've got a forthcoming EP, but <laughs> no. could you tell me, um, I don't think it's music. Maybe it is. And correct me if I'm wrong. If it is music, you let me know, okay? I will, I will I correct it right you if you're wrong. Yes. You're thank right. you. I solemnly swear. Lovely. Um, I'm curious as to what you're putting your time into. What are you working on lately? Uh,
1: well, I just... And you're welcome for asking. Th- thanks for asking, Grant. No, just like uh, I know. I'm, I'm, I miss my customary thank you, but I do always appreciate it. Uh, and I appreciate this part of the show because I get to be caught up on what you're putting your time to as well. Uh, Lately, I helped my friend Elliot launch, and I helped in a very limited capacity, but uh, his new blog called The Fifth Beetle, where he tries to uncover mostly humorously, but there's a a twinge of actual music history involved, uh, who the, the Fifth Beetle, a moniker that's often thrown around in pop culture, uh, who that would be? Uh, I did so. I did like a quick read on the concept and like, helped him. You know, we're just sounds some fun. Stuff. He's always
0: pumping out uh, new projects, new ideas, especially pop culture related ones. And Vince, I gotta say, I feel like at what point are we gonna start seeing the checks for all the promotion for for <laughs> your side projects <laughs> and Elliot's projects?
1: I, I I purposely and cogently did not bring up. These parts. Okay, great. (laughs) But now you forced me into it. Uh, Beyond that, I've also been freelancing a little bit, rekindling an old relationship with uh, Bluebird Farms. Okay. Nothing. I
0: thought those were separate. You've been freelancing and you've also been rekindling an old relationship.
1: (laughs) Wanted to hear about this whole Uh, flame. uh, Nothing like that. But uh, it is good to get back in that game. It's fun. Absolutely. And it's a good company. Uh, Grant. What have you been putting your time
0: into? Man, oh man, Vince, you have happened upon me in very happy circumstances. Um, I have the weight of my show off my shoulders. We've obviously talked about it on the show, uh, this show, a few times. And you were in attendance, and I bow to you. I thank you, sir. So that show was uh, my gallery exhibition last week, last Friday night, called Lucid, which was a compilation of work that I had done, some design work, uh, film photos I'd taken in Tokyo, and then a new body of work, uh, some from an illustrator named Nina Kaim and then some neon work that he worked on independently, and then some that we collaborated on, which was so fun. Uh, but a guy named Jonathan Rodriguez. And uh, we'll show notes probably that show slash those
1: pieces. We're cutting a recap vid right now some pretty fun stuff. And oh, that's sick, yeah. man. I have to say, someone who attended... Uh thank you for putting it on. It was awesome. It was good turnout, awesome vibes. Really good work. Just I would say from an outsider's perspective, a huge hit. Sweet, man. That's fantastic to hear.
0: It was good vibes and the reason our guest is on the show today is because she is I think patently good vibes. At least oh, to be fair, I've had limited interactions with her. Like, very limited, but it was so clear from the get-go that she has good vibes. Um, she comes to us today. She's in Toronto, I believe, uh, but we first connected, we first connected, she, we share an ex-employer, which was Seth Godin. She worked on the Domino project, very successful, very cool project. Maybe we'll show notes that, too, uh, if you're not familiar, and maybe she'll talk about that a little bit, but... Uh, there's sort of a group of ex-Godenites, people who've worked on projects with him, that it's like an alumni group that is connected on the internets, and it's kind of been fun to, I think they meet up occasionally in New York, but then just to connect with some of those people who've worked on stuff, and they're all pretty dope. And, uh, yeah, we, we recently connected a little bit more thoroughly, and I realized she's a really cool person, and I'm sure we'll get into that. We'll get into that, but, Uh, she, okay, so she was, let's see, Domino Project. She's a creative director. She has a studio. And I might be pronouncing this incorrectly. Vera Lalita? I don't know. I'm sure she'll correct me if I'm wrong. (laughs) Uh, but she's working on all sorts of branding and marketing projects for clients who want to do cool stuff, production, content, storytelling, other buzzwords. I'm sure she'll get some more. Welcome to the show, Lalita.
2: What a,
1: what i I've is been, this, I've uh, been laughing b- the whole b- time. B-
2: by the way. <laughs> Ballesteros.
1: Ballesteros. Ballesteros. The, Welcome. The LA. Thank you for joining us. Lalita Ballesteros.
2: Thank you for having me, guys. That's a beautiful you've been name, making by the me way. laugh. Really? Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. You've never gotten that once. It. Really? I've wow. never gotten that once, or you've never said that?
0: Well, I've never said that to you, but. He's speculating.
1: Have you gotten that before? Be- okay. Because of your level of surprise.
2: Um. I have had people tell me that okay. it's a really okay. beautiful name. Um, it's mostly when I'm at a bar and they're trying to pick me up, oh. which begets the question. What are the
1: implica- implications here? Yeah. What are my intentions? <laughs> what are your
2: intentions here?
0: We had a bar. And this is an elaborate setup
1: up. for Grant to ask you out this, well, whole,
0: this whole show. Maybe we'll get into that too. I feel like I already have. And we're actually kind <laughs> of in a form, like in the modern form of a bar where on a Skype call, a and I podcast? think we all have drinks. Yeah, yeah. Podcasts are the new bars. <laughs> I feel like I feel like if I was to meet someone that I wanted to date, I would meet them on a podcast. It and I'm not sense. implying that. Yeah, you know what? Okay. It's a brave
1: new world. Uh, <laughs> Lolita, can I do the honors of asking you what have you been putting your time into recently? What's got you busy?
2: Oh my god! Um, beyond Tinder? No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's a joke. So what, what has me busy? Um, What's it? <laughs> no, I have my own YouTube show, uh, writing, oh, yes. directing, producing. I didn't mention
0: that. Yeah, Shame Ask on Juanita. me. What is it called? Ask Juanita. It's called
2: Ask Juanita. We will show and, that um, as well. And then creative director for my own, basically I do branding and marketing for people who are looking to better tell their stories online. So between client work, writing, producing my own stuff, and then especially the show, And now writing and producing for some other people. This is Passion Projects, work that has yet to release. And traveling. Um, I'm a bit of a gypsy. So, yeah, I've been... I've been busy, and then podcasts. You know, meeting random men and podcasts has sort of been like
0: <laughs> where my life has and been you're faking. and you're. You have a podcast <laughs> about meeting men on other podcasts. Dude, it's called
2: the it's called the Mimosa Session. Yeah, wow,
0: and- Ooh, <laughs> love it. I'm in, <laughs> creative, right on the spot, boom, you boom. You guys are,
2: in, look at it. both of you. You're both invited. It's kind of like the Bachelor, but. Podcast style, wow! Uh, and we drink. You can drink bourbon. I'll drink mimosas, and uh, we'll we'll Skype about it. So
1: you know, what on second thought, <laughs> let's scrap this. Can it <laughs> scrap the show? We're going on. What's it called? M- mimosas.
2: The mimosa session.
1: The yeah, mimosa sh- session. Yeah, yes. we'll, we'll reuse this recording. We can probably
0: <laughs> there's probably similar show style.
2: I don't. You know what? I don't think there. Are. I think that this is the only one. Like, ever, where you drink and, like, bullshit with the opposite sex. I, I can't believe you'd even suggest that anyone's even thought of that before. Clearly, this is the first one This ever. joke is
0: getting deep. I do want to be clear to, <laughs> to the listeners. This is, don't go searching for this. <laughs> you <laughs> will, will come up undanded. Uh
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> but I think this, this deep dive you, into the, this pseudo-reference I, to a semi-real thing is, uh, Is an example of a concept that we both thought of. Well, Grant thought of, and then I immediately latched onto when he kind of described you as a person, who you were, how you knew each other, (laughs) and your brief interactions. uh, Added to the fact that you have your hands in a lot of different things across a lot of different mediums. One of the concepts that really sprung to mind for us was enthusiasm. And it seems to be something that you bring to all of your projects. And it certainly seems like something that you bring to your conversations, as is evident so far. It is the reason, (laughs) uh,
0: and I don't want to, like, discredit any other, like, skills you have or any other, you know, intelligence and talents and whatever. But to me, it is the reason why you're on the show right now, which is to say, we had a phone call, what was that, two weeks ago or something?
1: Mm Mm-hmm.
0: It was about two weeks ago. And I was like... (laughs) <laughs> ah, you are just so fantastic I was like wow she's my people And it was that level of enthusiasm we brought to that conversation That made me go You should come on the podcast Because you're bringing the fire
2: <laughs> Well I hope I bring the fire tonight Yeah um, It's you also but,
1: yeah. yeah I and know listeners I, don't are all, th- I know. They're all <laughs> nah, it. you got to live up to now
2: <laughs> Yeah there's no There's no like high bar set at this point But um <laughs> Cool. I think it depends on who you're talking to, too. Like, um, I feel like I'm pretty intuitive, and um, how oh, man that would have
0: been a great one, we sh- intuition. We should have explored that. Uh, we can we can
2: explore intuition and enthusiasm. No, I'm kidding. But-
0: I, I think I would guess that like enthusiasm is a product of that, or there's maybe it's not uh, that uh, that order, uh, but they're definitely related. I think being intuitive to the people around you allows you to like bring some enthusiasm.
2: I think for sure. I think that's part of the reason that I'm, and not just myself, I can potentially speak for other people that, um, intuition is kind of like, at least for me, like I was excited before we even had a conversation and there's certain people that I meet way before I meet them that I just intuitively know I'm like, this is going to be great. I'm going to really, you know, vibe with this person It tends to be those types of people I end up working with. Those are the clients that I have. And I use enthusiasm and intuition as a signpost and a guide for things I should pursue, projects I should get my hands in, so to speak, um, and people that I should surround myself with. If I'm not, if I don't have an intuitive read and if I don't have, and I'm not enthusiastic about it, I, it, that's kind of, those are two big flags to me that are like, "Mm, maybe this isn't for you then. And I do think they're really closely linked.
0: I can't help but think of uh episode we did, Vince, a hostful, one of those rare hostfuls, Red Flex. That's, that's, I, I referenced that episode. Sorry, this is an aside, but I referenced that episode more than <laughs> almost any other one because there were so many, like, parallel things in my life every day that come back a, to that.
1: It was a very, like, truth-obsessed and honest episode. Yeah. And, and it ends up bringing true in a lot of conversations. I think this is a big one because I think to me enthusiasm isn't really it's sometimes described as like this this like fuel that keeps a perpetual fire going like this external force i to me what enthusiasm is is a natural state for a lot of people and certain situations and certain relationships allow enough barriers to be lowered for enthusiasm to escape and understanding how to put yourself in those situations takes intuition it takes intuition to know what kind of people you will vibe with and what kind of projects you will work well on and will facilitate enthusiasm for you Mm -hmm. absolutely
2: i would agree with that and i think too that um i think that Yeah. I mean, that was so well said that I'm almost like, why would I even add anything to it? But I agree. And it takes, at least for me, it's taken time to, to trust my gut around who it is that I want to spend time with. Because sometimes things look really great on paper, especially got like people, guys, especially like you read it on paper, they seem like amazing. And then you're with them and any kind of relationship, whether it's business or anything else, it's like, eh, maybe not so much. And, um, Yeah. And when you said the enthusiasm leaking, I just pictured like a balloon. Or I actually pictured, yeah, I pictured like air escaping from a balloon. So that's my visual. That's my visual. That's a good little visual.
0: That is a good little visual. (laughs) Visual. I I am curious, maybe if we could track back uh, and maybe this will lead through some biographical stuff. But I, okay, when I think of myself, as I often do, but, no, no, no. <laughs> no, but it. when I think about like my own path, I think something that has been a critical part of that or has been sort of my buoy, especially um, during hard times, but my buoy on projects and, and sort of the impact I want to have with people and on projects and then and, and things I'm doing has been to bring that energy to the table. Um, mm-hmm. And I feel like that has that's like such an important thing and and so for me i feel like that's the thing that has helped me succeed it's kind of like a work ethic where it's like oh yeah like i you know i may not be the most talented but i know i work really hard it's the same thing with enthusiasm i know i'll bring a genuine enthusiasm to the projects has that been the case for you in any level like i'm wondering going through your projects like has that been a consistency for you I know we're we're forcing the term enthusiasm on you, but you yeah, certainly have it.
2: It's okay. Um, I'm actually going to get a tattoo after right after this right wow. after this call. I'm gonna go down the street and have like enthusiasm tattooed on my ass. And it's then Vincent,
0: Vincent <laughs> Vince Grant, like yeah. in separate hearts. Oh my god,
2: no, it's perfect. Like Vincent Grant on one cheek, and on the other cheek, enthusiasm. Wow. So like, you know, that's wow. that's special. That's that how much visual is just too. Good. Like,
1: that's too flattering for me personally to abide by. <laughs> like, I don't know that I could handle being on your. Your ass. name, the pressure of no, that, your name yeah. on that. Yeah, the standard's
2: too high. The standard's way too. I know it's crazy. Um,
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey so wait maybe we can maybe we can do a little bit of backtracking do you consider yourself in plain terms an enthusiastic person and if so or if not in what way
2: so i do consider myself an enthusiastic person i but i think that i mean shit's about to get deep but um i think that we're born with with different qualities i think that we actually choose those qualities before we we born on earth, so to speak. Um, and I think that they lend themselves to the paths that are best suited for us. And so for some people, enthusiasm may look quiet. In fact, it may look like the person who has their head down, who has a more quiet demeanor and, but just gets the job done and is pleasant and is happy. And that for them is enthusiasm. Mm. For someone like myself, I've, I was just, I've been blessed to have been born with a lot of energy and passion. And so in most of my projects where I've been the most passionate, it for sure has gotten me to where I am. Working with Seth on the Domino Project, I mean, I hustled my ass off to get that to, to get that job. And the enthusiasm that I had and the um and even the way that I went about getting the interview ended up getting me job offers from other people who had worked with Seth previously because they were so impressed with with just sort of the gusto that I brought to my interactions but as i've gotten older and as i've found ways to work less so to speak not necessarily to work smarter it's just really a quality of being so vince when i heard you say you know it's about lowering the barriers for me it's been trusting myself enough to not have barriers up but i think there's a difference between barrier and boundary and just really show up as I am and take such excellent care of myself that the very nature of who I am chooses sure. into everything that I do. And I find that people more and more just want to be in my sphere because I'm happy, because I'm positive, because I spend a lot of time taking care of myself, meditating, going to the woods of Costa Rica on meditation retreats so that I can be at my top game. Mm-hmm. And then secondary to that is really bringing the talent and the expertise and being able to to show up and work. So it's been a combination of the two. And enthusiasm isn't a mental decision for me. It's truly just a reflection. It's just a state of being. And so my point is that enthusiasm looks different for everybody. And for me, the closer I am to my core of just Mm -hmm. how I am, I'm naturally enthusiastic. I naturally, and sometimes I'm introverted too, actually. Um, yeah. But
1: so, so yeah, I mean
2: enthusiasm—such
1: <laughs> a succinct and insightful way to break it down. First of all, I think it it opens an interesting space up to potentially talk about, though, because you you kind of mentioned introversion as a theoretical counterpoint to enthusiasm, but I'm not necessarily sure that's true what do even though everyone has a different brand of enthusiasm what do they have in common i would suspect one answer would be comfort you can't be at least i don't i know that you can't be enthusiastic without being comfortable Ah, i would push
0: back on that for sure but i I would say it Maybe what you're, what I think you're talking about is a willingness to, to take the risk. So comfortable with being in a risky situation even. So I guess there is a form of comfort in that, but it doesn't mean
1: you're comfortable. I guess it does though. Uh, so maybe comfort was the wrong word. I, I think, um, s- safeness or confidence. Yeah. 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 Surrounded by people you feel comfortable being vulnerable around. Yeah. Well, enthusiasm is vulnerable in a way.
0: But we're coming from, I think, I think she's totally talking about self awareness and self definition here, which is to say that you're attuned to who you are. And thus everything you're doing is an extension of that. And so mm-hmm. even in a high risk, quote unquote, high risk situation, you're comfortable because you're just expressing who you are. And aside from that, I think actually now I'm realizing what I'm saying when I, when I think enthusiasm, it's really just like engaged. Like you're just engaged in your life and it's kind of like turned on to the world. I feel like, you know, when you come across someone who is just clearly engaged in their life and, you know, self-awareness, self-definition, those things are part of that, I think. But I think that's really what I'm talking about is just about being like, you're like living in your life. You're not living in like an alternate version of it. <laughs> As a lot of people kind of are.
2: I think that I, that to me lands more. I think that engagement... um that resonates, and I, I think that's really well described. And to go to the introversion piece, um, I don't think that enthusiasm and I don't even know that enthusiasm and introversion are on the, like I don't know that they that they're comparative. That you can compare the two of them. To me, it's just there's an assumption that when people seem enthusiastic, that they you're extroverted. Um, a really good friend of mine, Michael Dudell, so also part of the Domino Project, yeah. he is like on an extrovert scale he's literally in like like he's like at like a 99. When I take that Myers Briggs test, I'm actually at a I'm actually at a 1, so I'm equal between introversion and extroversion. So my point is simply that I, it, really my point is enthusiasm can look different on a lot of different people. It doesn't always have to be really bright and loud. It might be subtle. And that the way that people arrive to that point, which to me is a symbol for where they're at in their lives. A reflection it may be through extroverted means meaning they get all their energy from being around lots of people and they may be really just sort of want to be by themselves i actually spend most of my days i probably spend 60 percent of the day by myself or working on my own or med- whatever it is meditating etc etc so that was my point about introversion and i like the concept of engaged and i just feel like i'm, I'm being flattered here so i'm agreeing to all of these things <laughs> why not <laughs>
1: Uh, I mean, that's, that's a, a good way to put it, I think. Yeah, I, it, it makes a lot of sense when you put it like that. You you describe yourself as sort of an, a naturally enthusiastic person, something that you were blessed with. Um, hopefully that's not putting words in your mouth. Hopefully that's – I'm understanding that correctly. But mm-hmm. do you ever feel like you need to work at your enthusiasm?
2: Um. I'm gonna go with the word engage. I'm gonna go back to the word engage because I Ooh. feel like that is a, a strong, like a, a more accurate teaching point for me. Um, or like for people listening.
0: Maybe for the show title, we'll do the strike through on enthusiasm, <laughs> enthusiasm and enthusiasm <they> actually- <laughs> cross out
1: engage. Yeah. Ooh.
2: Yeah. What's the um, first? I think that to me, sometimes enthusiasm can feel like a blind throwing of energy like out at people. So when we were talking about the idea of um, being comfortable. I've used enthusiasm actually as a crutch when I'm not comfortable. It's such a natural go-to for me to sort of be on stage and be in front of people that from the outside you might actually think I'm really comfortable when really I'm not. Or maybe I don't even – I'll use humor and different things. Not always, but sometimes on people that I'm not super comfortable with. So when we go back to asking like, okay, from an engagement standpoint, do I ever have to work on it? Um, I don't feel like I do for – I think it's really about being present. Like I was talking to someone the other day and they're like, you know, I have such a hard time meeting people. I haven't really lived in the States in about a year now. Like I've just been living all different places between Canada, between Europe, between Central America. I'm going back to Central America tomorrow. Um, Regardless of language, regardless of people's roots any of these things that we say separate us from other people, It just takes to really look at someone and to, when we take away the judgments we have for ourselves, it allows us a clearer lens to see other people. So like today I was getting my passport from the embassy um, and I saw this homeless man and he looked dirty. He looked unhappy. I went to Tim Hortons and I bought Timbits. So Tim Hortons is like a cafe, bought these donuts and I was so jazzed Had these little Timbits and I had like 20 of them. And I see this guy, and I'm like, go give him some Timbits. So I go talk to him, and I'm like, hey. And instead of talking to him like he was someone who needed something, I talked to him like he was just a regular friend or human being. I wish him a happy Valentine's Day. He was pleased, of course, to get the two chocolate Timbits that were his choice and some money, but I think he was happier because – Someone, it felt like, looked him in the eyes and saw him as a person and not as someone who needed something, who was sort of this rejected, you know, I'm on the curb, please donate to me type thing. So when we talk about engagement, I think we spend so much time in our heads and thinking about what's to come that we miss this the only time that things can ever happen which is right now which is where everyone is so to be really present is to naturally be really engaged Mm. to work on it implies like i have to do something beyond just being here i just try to really really look at people and see people and and compliment people and and see them and it's amazing to see when you give someone your full attention when you're not worrying about is this the right person to connect with, or do I need to do this? When you're not strategizing and thinking in your head
0: mm.
2: whether that person leads to something or just the fact that you were so present leads to something, the magic that happens around you is just—I
0: mean, it's incredible. We've it's okay, incredible. There, there, there's like one example that we don't talk about as much anymore. I think probably because I'm further from that scene. But Vince, we used to, I used to bring up the idea of like networking and going to these events. And I would say that there, you can just feel it. You can just feel it when someone's there to kind of collect business cards and is there to just... And do what with
2: them. Yeah, exactly.
0: (laughs) But what I was going to say was that listening to you talk and, and we're talking about enthusiasm, we're talking about engagement, whatever these things are, I think what we're talking a lot about or circling around is this idea of motivation, first off. But second off, it's, I think, uh, I it, it's a constant thing. But I truly feel like, especially the past, let's say, four years or something like that. Like, I really just got over the idea of what I thought my life was and started just... it's <laughs> well,
2: a big moment.
0: Yeah. It's like a no,
2: big fucking moment. Yeah, no, yeah.
0: totally, totally. <laughs> but then I tapped into, I think, what it could be and, like, what I wanted it to be and, and like, what I was going to do with that. And I think that takes... That takes a really, really painful stepping away from all of the ideas that we have to, or that we kind of grow up with, um, mm-hmm. and what we think that things need to be, and and how things are supposed to be, and what you know, it's like um, prestige and, and a lot of ego stuff, and mm-hmm. then you just get over it. Or it's, it's not like you just get over it, but it, it is like you you can really fucking do so much. You can do so much when you let go of a lot of those things, and I think mm-hmm. that is actually what. When I when I feel like I connect with someone who kind of has let go of that and is like on a totally different mission than what is maybe prescribed.
2: Mm-hmm. I won't say anything. But do you want us before I like interject? Do you want to say something?
1: No, I, <laughs> that's so sweet. <laughs> that's actually really yeah, considered of you. Um, well, to your podcast. It, <laughs> but you are the guest and you are the star. Thank I you. would I would just <laughs> caution lightly against Ooh. it it's seeming so binary like i'm not i think we exist on spectrums and in areas of not only self-awareness but of personal evolution and there won't always be a a light switch moment uh where you decide that uh, and for some people there certainly will be quite literally a, a light switch moment but not for everyone and i don't think only the people who have like torn down the walls of their own mental keep and then rebuilt them can can interact with other people like that I think certainly it can come in progressive waves or over time uh, but I think the more important thing that I, I think that you're getting at is that people who have kind of like taken a more active role in their own in their own destiny you can tell when when you meet someone like that uh, and, you guys are games, deep. I, I mean hope I, I, I didn't dive
0: to the, the deep You pool. you 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 jumped in the pool and you were sort of like <laughs> wagging your finger and so I took a dive <laughs> and then and then now we're heightening this, but um, I don't boy. think So, so you guys
2: had. so you guys jumped in the pool with me, nice.
0: Yeah, you seem nice. nice. You seem cool. (laughs) I'm
2: not gonna bite. Yeah, I'm sure we'll probably have a bunch of fan
0: art as we're as we're apt to get after our episodes. We'll have a bunch of fan art. One of like a caricature of your butt with our (laughs) names on it, and then the other will be us drinking mimosas in the pool. Um, I like it.
2: Just for vanity's sake, the ass one better look really good. Oh, it's gonna be great. I'm not about any like. It needs the shit needs to look on point. Like, yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, just just, just it'll be accurate if that's what
1: you're saying. It'll yeah, be
2: it'll be accurate. Look at you making me blush. Oh
1: yeah, I'll take, I'll take
2: accuracy. I'll take accuracy. So this is
1: actually a, a, another layer of the thinly veiled dating cast. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> have chemistry podcast <laughs> flirting <laughs> to like a whole new level. So, uh,
2: that, was, that was
1: basically <laughs> what, what I felt about the subject. I agree 100%. Um, I, I think you can tell when you're going to interact well with someone. I think that's something that uh, – a level of intuition that gets developed over yeah. time. But, Vin, okay, I totally hear what you were saying on that. I just want to – I'm not
0: implying or I'm not trying to imply that you need to <laughs> – tear down those walls and, and like self-actualize in order to like have humanity. Like, I think that exists so often. I am just saying that the level of enthusiasm that when I think of enthusiasm and I think of people that are truly engaged in their lives, I feel like a lot of that comes from that place. And it's not, it doesn't even need to be like a light on or off moment. I, I know a lot of enthusiastic people that are just fucking yeah I don't know they're just engaged too but they they were never like well I'm going to dive deep into my own consciousness and I hope I come back above the waters Uh, we don't have Tim Hortons by the way in the states and I've never been there wait
2: so I'm going to be so okay so now now we just need to get cause, okay Sh- sure we totally I'm from the states we totally have Tim Hortons in the states do we just possibly not in the midwest but in New York and in western New York uh,
0: respect Tim
2: Hortons oh. is like
0: yeah. the jam
2: people like hmm. Tim Hortons more than they like Starbucks It's are you from originally 30. again do we have to talk about that like is that really where this needs to go <laughs>
1: Wait, like. so you, you don't like to talk about it? We don't
2: have to. We're just serious. We can, we can talk about It's just, it's kind of like when you guys say that you're from, is it is it Minnesota or Missouri? I know I'm being so stereotypical, not knowing the difference. Um, <laughs> Do we
0: have I'm to sorry. talk about it? <laughs> Minnesota. <laughs> what the, okay. wh- why the pushback on that?
2: Hold on. I'm relating. Please. So I'm sure that, please don't snark me. So people... <laughs> So I'm sure when you say you're from Minnesota, people have all these different assumptions. So I was originally born in Buffalo, New York. And when I go there with it, it's like the same questions all the time, the same jokes. And I'm just like, dude, like...
0: Okay, well, I'm actually, I'm offended that you would put us in the class of dude at the bar, like asking about where you're from and then making stupid jokes. But this,
2: this is, this is the bar podcast, right? this This is is the bar podcast. (laughs) What a
0: nightmare for us to have reached the level where we call it the bar podcast. No, I mean, it was, it's just context. I feel like I'm really, I'm always just interested in at least a level of context there. We didn't have to dive deep into it. I don't even need to hear anything more. Hey, actually, may I, can I tell a quick aside
1: story? Yes, there
0: are very few times I've ever been able to tell this story. And it, this was a moment of dope humanity. When okay. I was on tour with Gallant, that artist, this musician, and we were in Buffalo. at, playing no at the co- Yeah, at the college. And at UB? We, uh, it must have been, yeah. And well,
2: there's more than one college, that's why, but Yeah. <laughs>
0: Okay. You know, fucking, I mean, we're, not, we're not
1: Buffalo experts.
0: I mean, I was there, but I it, we're on a bus and then like go into the venue. I don't, it must have been. It was. Is that the biggest college? That's probably where we were. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So this <laughs> is one of the rare like. Um, I was there during like the first nine days of this tour, and so there wasn't a ton of time. It was like really really busy, but this was one of the nights where we had like a day in between or something, and it was like uh-huh. a weekend night, and we went out to some like a, a small bar and like had pizza, and we we're like hanging out as like a crew, and we tried to get like the bus leaves like on a dime. Like it's like, they leave people behind if you're not there. And we were trying to get a cab and they don't, they didn't have Uber where we were. And we were, it was like one forty five, and the bus was leaving at two. And we're like, Oh fuck. And the, like three of the people were able to get a cab, which actually made it even more likely that they would potentially leave without you. Like they just do that. And then you have to fly to the next city because oh they're on God. such tight timeline, uh, uh timeline, excuse me and what ended up happening was i was with the drummer and we're like fuck 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 trying to call a cab and the the delivery guy walks out the door and gets in the delivery car and i was like oh boy and i ran up to his window and i was like hey man <laughs> this sounds crazy and this is like a, almost like a movie thing but like would you be willing to drive us like i'll pay you if you would be willing to drive us to the campus well he's like just no hesitation yeah no problem get in <laughs> <laughs> And he gives us a ride to the bus just in time, and I gave him twenty dollars, and he he was so heartfelt in no man, I I can't accept this. I please, I can't accept this. I was like, dude, stop! You have no idea how, much, how valuable this was. Anyway, that was Aww. it was a really nice moment.
2: Oh, see, no, that's a, thank you for sharing. That's that's the school I went to. That's my university. That, that makes no me happy.
0: way, wow! <laughs> yeah. I really
1: love it. I feel like,
0: and you accosted me for bringing up where you're from.
1: I room. feel like on the subject specifically of of Buffalo. It, let me let me guess at some of the stereotypes because we don't really hear them here. Because I feel like they're so similar <laughs> to, to Minneapolis <laughs> stereotypes. Sure, you know it's cold. It's kind of barren. It thinks it's a rural. city, but it's not really a city. It's like a, a little pretend city full of like rural <laughs> kids from the Midwest or from like upstate East Coast. Uh, mm-hmm. It's like basically Canada. Yeah. it's all. It's like <laughs> all light Also, it's isn't that, that like an them. animal, like a form of bison? <laughs> oh, wait, that's not, not
2: that one. Oh, <laughs> that one. No.
1: okay. <laughs> so let me let me just sympathize as someone who's now lived in Minneapolis for like ten years. It's like we we're on the same page. You're talking to your brothers.
2: Oh my god! <laughs> well, Thank you.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not I like, love that. Well. Blood. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I mean, but in, in a in a semi-serious note, it we should all feel like we're 100% free to talk about our origin stories and where we come from, but we would be naive to say that it's not sometimes without a cost.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's not like some crazy thing. It was just like, when you bring it up, it's like, uh everyone's like, oh, it's so cold there, huh? And yeah, the Canada thing, or like, you know, what do you guys do there? And, you know...
0: It's or or they'll like maybe just not even know exactly where it is, and they might mix it up with another B city. Dude, kind they of like have no for example, like a Minnesota, Missouri. I don't even know, right? It's like
1: <laughs> it's Despite hard. the fact that it's like <laughs> five hundred and seventy miles south. Yeah, it's pretty offensive. <laughs> completely different client, completely different <laughs> political situation. I'm uh, sorry. I, I know. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
2: sorry. I've never been there. I've never been to the uh oh, that's not true. I've been to nope. the one
1: I've never been to Buffalo, so Grant's the only authority in the situation. Yeah, I, mean, I have final say on all this. And I think we're all cool. No
0: worries.
2: Cool. Now that we have that out of the way.
0: Yeah, finally. <laughs> now we can
1: now we can really dig into the topic. <laughs> what well, an opportunity we have before oh, us. Oh yikes. But you know what? We we do have an opportunity to do? What? Vince, what? We have the opportunity to talk about something else that's not related to the topic. No way. Not particularly Jermaine? <laughs> you might say that. You might go so far as to say that. But we are talking about origin stories a little bit. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. you know, this, uh, this off topic topic that we're about to propose isn't so different from that. No way. Some, some things in common. Uh, some people in the biz might call this a segue. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't <laughs> find name. Well, like, Listen, segue. Vince. <laughs> if you were to call it out as such, that would be unprofessional, and, and you are—you would be sad. You're an industry man. We are talking about uh, astrological signs. Shut Astrology. the fuck
2: up! <laughs> okay,
1: <laughs> your your birth sign. So oh, what my. is this? Vince, something, when's is your
2: birthday?
1: January sixth. So I'm a Capricorn, as Mm. Mm classic.
2: Okay.
1: Is this, uh, is astrology something that interests you?
2: You know, I can't, I have no idea how or why you would have come up with this topic, sarcasm. But, yeah, I'm happy to talk, there's enthusiasm, happy to talk about you, it. Probably. Are you offended? You sounded <laughs> like, oh, my God. No.
0: Okay. It, you, it's hard to read body language when you can't see the body. I've found that in my Wait, experience.
2: Wait, you guys, I'm like live streaming this. I sent you the invite. You didn't <laughs> get that?
1: Yeah, okay. I, so weird. No, I feel like if that were true, I've been pretty disappointed. <laughs> Um, <laughs> that? Yeah, exactly. we, that we didn't okay. tune in okay, uh, that we'd been missing out. Uh, this uh,
2: podcast, by the way, is the one of the funnest funniest interviews I've ever done. By the way, wow,
1: respect! All right, we'll take that. <laughs> yeah. I praise, okay. yeah, take okay. that. the only nice thing yeah? anyone's ever said about the show. Uh, really, no, okay Oh, That's the self effacing Midwestern humor. What do you think about astrology? Do you, in all seriousness, are you interested in it? Do you ascribe any sort of uh, belief in it?
2: Um, I think that I think it's fascinating, Um, and I also think that it's fun. I don't think that anything's absolute. And truth be told, um, I use it as a way to to communicate how I read people. So I'll read people, and they're Ah. like, "Oh my god, tell me about myself!" Right, and then, um,
0: oh, you do readings.
2: No, I don't do readings like astrological readings. I just, when I'm around people, like oh,
0: got yeah, okay, okay. being
2: deeply engaged, what it is I see about folks. And sure. a lot of the times I'll use astrology as a way to describe it. Although I don't need the astrology to describe it. So yes, I'm interested in it. I don't think it's absolute and it's fun. So why not?
1: <laughs> I think <laughs> lovely. Well said, succinctly said. I agree. I, that's basically my feelings about it 100%. I would add the layer that Ooh. I think people in general are bad at talking <laughs> about themselves and describing themselves, ah, yes. and especially investigating their strengths and weaknesses. And eh? I, I think so. I, I mm-hmm. think maybe in creative fields or in like media fields, you see less of it because, I mean, the type of people that it attracts sure, naturally. Sure. But I think generally people are bad at that and don't get a lot of practice doing it astrology talk gets them talking you can figure out what they think their strengths and weaknesses are because astrology is so all-encompassing and vague by nature they start to apply things that they really think about themselves to their own Reading, they say, "Of course, I'm a Capricorn because Uh, I'm, you know, this and that, or I'm, (laughs) I'm, uh, you know, Type A personality, which is classic Cancer." Whatever. I'm not sure if these are accurate. Sure. But you start to see (laughs) the truth that they see about themselves. Sure, it
0: just reveals. It peels back. It it allows people a platform to to maybe be more honest.
1: And isn't that what we're trying to do here?
0: Yeah, it's almost like it's the equivalent of like just wanting to get to know someone and then inviting them on a podcast
1: (laughs) a hastily assembled ruse of a podcast
0: Uh, no but aren't those sort of things great right it's like it's like a context you're able to explore something that you wouldn't otherwise be able to i i vince if i may i've been having a bit more fun with it my sister is like real into it and she's been edumacating me um, I re- I was reading out of a couple of really great books. I feel like I have pictures on my phone somewhere. I I, I could find <laughs> the titles, but they're really great titles. Oh, I can't even <laughs> reference it. That's not good.
1: It's something like <laughs> we'll sh- we'll find them in show. Will we- notes
0: and- oh God, I don't want to promise to that. This is like the time we promised to send ice cream to a gentleman in Vancouver. <laughs> <laughs> I regretted that
1: later when we were going through the show notes. We did that. We did do that. Uh, it was gelato actually yeah uh what's your what is your sign lolita
2: um okay so the answer to that we actually have multiple signs but um my gosh, son's gosh. sign the one that people most commonly know oh you said like my two.
0: sons i was like i didn't know it. no
1: you had a son
2: dude i have three
1: <laughs> <All> <laughs> for
2: um you're like that changes?
1: <laughs> no <Wait>. so no, <laughs> is, that, is that true though
2: <laughs> no i don't have sons i oh. have a dog
1: okay. um close enough <laughs>
2: yeah it's a girl so my sign signs Pisces and in Vedic astrology I'm an Aquarius so depending Ooh. upon which astrology you follow your signs are different But's, but mm, I follow Vedic. western so my sun sign is Pisces like but a- I'm other things in, too so are you you have multiple signs that all influence
0: you can't put me in a box I define myself no okay <laughs> what did you say Vedic Vedic
2: Vedic V-E-D-I-C
1: what is, the, what is that? I'm not familiar with the term either. So Vedic
2: astrology is um, Eastern astrology. I believe its origins are in India. And uh, typically, whatever you think your sun sign is, in Vedic astrology, you'd actually, not always, but many of the times, be the sign before it. Ah. So for me, I'm a Pisces. So I'm actually, by their standards, Aquarius. So Capricorn could potentially be Sagittarius. Aquarius could potentially be Capricorn. Oh. Um, but again, we have multiple signs. So it's like a snapshot of the universe when you're born. There's not just one star in the sky. There's not just one planet like the sun. There's multiple ones. So depending upon where they are and what they look like, that that is allegedly a blueprint for who you are at the time that you're born.
1: Oh. Interesting. I'm actually so glad that we chose this as the off topic topic because I'm <laughs> – Already, I'm learning more about you through this lens, and I'm learning more about the topic in general. So, it's, That's so awesome. Good. And at all times, aren't we learning more about ourselves? No. I think definitely <laughs> not. I think not at all times Okay, are we learning more. I think that's a, that's a lens you have to apply to the world, right? Sometimes
0: what I like to do, Vince, is I like to try and find a kernel of something and uh, really like puff it up and make it feel like it's a profound statement on, on, the, on the university. On the universe. So I,
2: I actually, I have a question for you too. And I've kind of read about this in like the description ground of like how you had this podcast. Sure. Curious, like, like high level, how did you two meet? And then also how do you two determine like, who sort of talks more on different podcasts? Because I've listened to different podcasts that you've had, mm-hmm. and Vince. Sometimes you're more dominant in the conversation, and Grant. Other times, sometimes you are. So, how did you meet, and how do you sort of balance how you guys talk to people? Um,
1: Can I start by saying just thank you for like turning the mirror around and like asking us a question that's very kind of we, we both like <laughs> startled. We were staring we're like, at ourselves. For a Wait, happening? are you guys? Who are those are you guys good-looking fellows?
0: Right? What?
2: Are you guys in the same room yeah we're together what yeah that's not fair no one well, invited no one no you're one welcome invited. to
1: join sorry for, <laughs> it for was, your it was reunion just so episode possible that you could fly out to be on the show for one hour that we didn't want to ask we could have done an extended app though We could have yeah, done could like have, 90 minutes i
2: could have i could have taken my private jet and streamed it I'm <laughs> highly offended but that wasn't even a consideration we'll get you on the next one yeah, get me on the next
1: one. We'll High level of how we met, Grant. Uh, we met at uh, Fast Forces in- internship for a day. Intern for a day. We, we were, both we were interns for a day. Yeah, uh, okay. and and I mean, we stayed in touch. At that time in my life, I was wearing uh, I was Flat. wearing a
0: tie. I wore a tie to that internship for a day, and also <laughs> Vince. I like really wasn't like familiar with the, I, I mean, I guess I was like somewhat peripherally familiar with the creative industry, but Vince was like a, uh, like hotshot copywriter dude who showed me the first portfolio I ever saw. And I was like, Oh my God, I,
1: and I almost immediately went and bought that wooden portfolio. Do you remember that thing? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dude, yeah. Those are the days. We that, I must have been the last generation of students to actually buy a physical portfolio, portfolio book. Yeah. <laughs> because two years later, they started saying don't don't even buy them. Yeah. Because it's useless. Uh, from there, we we were like in touch, but not really like I wouldn't say friends for a while. But yeah. then. You started doing like your own thing mm-hmm. and you started reaching out to people you knew, and we like had an affinity for each other, so we started working together. And then I think when things went to full friendship mode was the uh creators Go West. <laughs> I think you said the kiss, it was that, yeah, that let's go into that. That's actually, <laughs> let's
2: go into that. I, I'm interested, how did that go down?
0: The creators Go West, or
2: no, the, the kiss, oh, you're
0: leaning the into kiss. the joke. No, we didn't kiss, we're, I think we're both heterosexual males. But we do have deep, deep love for each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but we we went on this trip called Creators Go West. It was like, it must have been my, the end of my, I was going into my junior year of college. It was this like concept where we would go out west uh, for like two weeks on the road and like interview people in agencies and at startups. And I would try to assemble a band of, of, honestly, enthusiastic people, yep. and Vince was among that cohort, and we bonded super hard. I mean, you're sort of forced to, especially, man, not just like a road trip, but a trip that felt like it had such a purpose, too. It was just like, kind of everything was like profound. It was a mission. We we were, it was a we mission.
1: We were Blues Brothers-esque in that respect.
0: Totally. So, and then, I mean, but even prior to that, man, we'd been, you were one of my most trusted... I guess creative collaborators on the like idea front. I would do these things called deep dives where I would try and pull together a group of like smart people, uh, smart mm-hmm. creative people I trusted to like come up with ideas for things for brands for products whatever. But, and Vince was always number one, literally number one. And then yeah. and then man, actually, so I remember <laughs> I had the so if we're just gonna reminisce a bit, but uh, I had the idea for yeah. something, a project <laughs> under the ten thousand hour uh, like moniker when I mm-hmm. went out. To Seth's office when I did that project, and that was, I mean, I guess now what two and a half years ago? Is that right, Vince? Shit, yeah. no, no, yeah. yeah, wow, oh boy, okay, <laughs> and uh, and at the time I was going to do a project with someone else under that moniker, and I was thinking about it while I was on the road, and and then I was really motivated to do it after I came back from that Seth project, and I remember having a moment like, wow, I think I need to do this with Vince. And I was like so nervous about it. And then I think I pitched it to you and you're enthusiastic. And I kind of like
1: canceled my other plans with it. And then, (laughs) man, boom, boom. That's how it happened. The show was born and it's been, it's just been a blast ever since. Totally. Two years and change. Yeah, we're both super thankful for this all the time. We're always just like like, high-fiving. Fuck (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We're very excited about it. And thanks for the opportunity to talk about it. How, how we decide who talks more on the show. We don't really. It's just kind of natural. I do think we fill different roles. Yeah. A little bit. I would consider myself a little bit more of like, um, in the, in the arbiter sphere, like maybe in, not to say in charge because it's, we both share all the responsibilities, whatever that is, (laughs) but like get it, keeping the show going, like guidelines and like reacting as someone who's like, in a nine to five, kind of an exterior view to a lot of the independent outfits of the interview. And then Grant is definitely more of like point, counterpoint, (laughs) idea reflection. Like,
0: Like yeah, Vince is a really good synthesizer too. So like when my my fireball ranty kind of thing goes off, (laughs) Vince will take, you know, that, that 10 minutes and put it down into the three sentences I was trying to get at. Um, But I, I think it's also too, there's definitely been an evolution I remember like having some moments where I was even talking to you about this. Well, we got feedback from people that I was like mortified <laughs> by. But but in general, uh, in general, I, re- I remember having moments where I was like, once I got more comfortable with the show and with what we were doing, I was like, wow, I don't need to like, I'm proving right now. Especially, yeah, I like think about that idea a lot. It's an idea from Chris McAllister who was on the show. I actually don't know what episode he was. But I know most episodes. Well, he must have been, I bet he was like 40 eight or something like that. But uh, he has this concept of proving versus hiding and it's like basically at all times you're either hiding or you're proving and like the stasis or the, like the point between would kind of be the happy part. But it's like, you're either not saying something because you're don't want to be found out or seen or you're like exerting because you're proving something. And that's It's not that, um, perhaps i don't say more, but not more, but negative oh but it is like when you when you start thinking of things in that context it like oh wow am i proving right now and i think oh especially early on in the show i was like proving 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 and i think i've like tried to make an effort to not prove as much oh
1: i think yeah those days are long gone i think we we have a really good flow i mean it's like the rem song losing my religion (laughs) Oh no, I've said too much. Oh no, I haven't said enough. That's like that's like proving and hiding in a nutshell, yeah, right? Yeah. And so I think early on we definitely had some like growing pains, but that's that's in the in the rearview for a long time. Yeah. Now it's just kind of natural.
2: It feels natural. It, thank
1: you. Wow. And thank you so much for Lovely. like giving us the chance to Jeez, talk about that. That's really down. sweet of you. Uh, thank you. Any any final s- astrology thoughts before we we move along?
2: do you have a maybe you have a question I yeah.
1: do. Do have w- a question? W- what am i who am i what am i
0: <laughs> no 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 um wait okay so what are the i'm what, what are the general characteristics of your astrological
1: sign
2: okay so this is with an asterisk on the end
1: because we have multiple signs again
2: that we're more multiple things so i'll actually i'll put it i'll just put it okay so my your sun sign you've your sun sign which is the one that you guys know you have your rising sign also known as ascendant and you have your moon sign and there's other ones too but these three are, are core so your rising sign is typically your ascending is how the world perceives you it's how the world sees you it's your primary tool belt it's your personality your moon sign tends to be what you need emotionally and mentally to, um, to thrive your sun sign in my own opinion has sort of been the thing that I don't even know how to describe sun sign really so the point is ascending the way the world sees me is leo people sees me as very fiery very enthusiastic someone that has a lot of gusto um charismatic loves it's to be fun. on stage passionate um well-dressed funky bright colorful all these things but my sun sign is actually quite the opposite um i'm pisces so pisces tends to be um in some ways shyer super super creative super artistic Both Leo and Pisces really value quality, both really value style, Um, but Pisces is much softer than Leo, Pisces is much quieter in a lot of ways, Pisces is observant, mystical, um, interested in the things that people, interested in all the things that are unspoken, and might even be right in front of your face, but that most people don't see. Um, they're potent observers of that which isn't said, and they hear sort of and that sort sort of tends to be the just in general the theme of my light is seeing and hearing and feeling things that aren't actually being said, but I sense it, um, which lends itself to my work. And then for the moon sign, for emotionally what we need, I'm Virgo, which is the polar opposite of Pisces. It's literally my opposite on the spectrum. And Virgo tends to be very detail-oriented, structure, um, head-down working. They tend to be really hard on themselves. They also tend to be really into physical fitness and organization and simplicity. So for me, in a nutshell, it sort of looks like someone that is super infatuated with the depth of the world, incredibly creative and driven by that. I don't much... I like money, but I'm not driven by it. Um, a desire to be on stage and in front equally to be behind the scenes. I like to direct and write as much as I like to be on camera. Um, and I don't want to do one or the other. I like both with a need for structure and physical fitness and order, even if I'm not the one creating it. So we have more than one sign. And those would be the three. Boom, boom, that sort
1: boom. Of yeah, wow. Me. I mean, that was fun. That was, uh, (laughs) it was thorough. It was so slick that I have to imagine. Yeah. You said it before.
0: You, you have to have gone through that. Lalita, my father's a car salesman and (laughs) I.
1: No, 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 no. Not in a disingenuous way. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) In in an aware way. Like you knew that. You knew it intimately.
0: Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah. I mean, I've said, people have asked me this before, but it's not. Like I actually had a client, a potential client today, and he was like, you know, I meet a lot of sort of technical founders who, and many of them, their first language is not English or they don't feel like they excel at it. And I sort of take for granted at times um, the ability to communicate things in a really simple but relatable and emotional way. Mm. Um, And so every time I share that, it comes out a bit different depending upon who I'm speaking to. But it's really just sort of said from... I don't know the moment, so I guess my point is it's not rehearsed. It's been said before, and it changes again slightly based on where I'm at and who I'm talking to. Um,
1: yeah, I, I, a, I definitely never meant to imply memorization; just an understanding. This that yeah. you you knew it. And she's a performer in general, not, and that's not bad either. That's like a, a great. Right, yeah. You it's just like knew like how to say ability it. Ability,
0: not you?
2: And I understood that too. And Capricorn and Aquarius are interesting. Like I always, <laughs> you guys Uh-oh. are you guys are interesting. Yeah, you guys are interesting to me. Even the fact that you're both on the call together. That's Ooh. also fascinating. Oh, uh, Oh,
1: <laughs> what does it mean? What does it I mean? Alita?
2: <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it just means different things. Like, so for, I mean, you really want me to, is this really where you want me? We, yeah, we, we, we don't, we don't not want you to. I, I feel so like what? we're
1: maybe
0: being too bashful, but this is maybe the nectar we were after. Yeah. We're, we're looking for it.
2: You guys aren't bashful. Um, So i don't think at least but um so for capricorn vince um give me a second
0: i'm
1: imagining you like flipping through just this giant volume see i'm imagining her like staring up at the sky and her eyes glassing over and just like the
0: information (laughs) coming to her but i wasn't Vince, I wasn't implying that she was gonna read the volume, but merely that she would lay her hands upon the, the pages <laughs> and absorb them. <laughs> ah, fair Which enough. Now I'm off for it.
2: So we'll, we'll get some fan with, art of I'll that start, too,
0: probably from the episode. I'll start
2: I'll start with Aquarius. Um, I'm actually just I'm actually gonna let go of the sign I'll explain a little bit with the signs, but just from speaking to you guys. So Grant super enthusiastic, but there's also like a really introverted part of you. There's a part of you that's very, um, that's very, I don't want to say shy, but really, really, really sensitive, like feeling like you're super in tune with the world around you and, and trying to find a place to sort of put that. And so it feels like equal parts driven in the outside world and equal parts sort of um, like sort of almost like a, like a sort of a, and yeah, I feel I feel you guys like listening, but also like shifting as I say this. That's funny.
1: No, um, we're not even looking at each other. Out of respect, we're just listening. We're just in <laughs> it's like you guys
2: phase. are. Ne- so, okay, so I was
1: clenching my teeth out of nervousness. I'm not. I, I'll be <laughs> you honest. Don't be
2: nervous. You don't have to be nervous. There's no, nothing I mean. to be nervous no, about. No, I
0: know. I know. I know. I know.
2: It's um. So yeah, equal parts, like sort of this like frantic, like spinning Tasmanian devil, but then also this other part that's very grounded, that's very wise, it's very, um, it's very like the, a lot of integrity and a lot of like, um, it's almost like when you see, it's like having that groundedness, but also like. I don't know, Like it's like the ground and the tree, but the, the wind is blowing the tree and it's like dancing frantically in the wind. It's like both of those at the same time and finding a place for both of that, wanting to sort of run with your creative whims, but at the same time pull back and be like, okay, like where am I? Where do I stand? And having these sort of opposing forces. Um, the sensitivity piece, I think that you see people a lot. I think that probably equally you read people similar to the way that I do. Um, and... I think sometimes you play it off with um, a really expensive vocabulary and witty ways to say say things. But I think that underneath it, I think you really see people. I think you're fascinated by people, too, and also equally perplexed and indifferent to them. Um, And then for for Vince, um, Capricorn. So, Vince, you feel more like a, um, what is it? You feel more like there's a, there's sort of like a father-like energy, if that makes sense. Sort of like the older brother, the father, the protector, the person who's willing to take the back seat. So, like, you're happy to lead, but you don't have to be front and center to do it. Um, making sure that everyone's taken care of. Making sure that things are in order. Making sure that, like, it's sort of like... Like, for Grant, like, I feel like you really have to be in the creative space. You have to be in that place to really feel like you're providing value. You'll do the other stuff, but I don't think it's to your strengths. But Vince, it feels like you're happy to be in the background as much as in the forefront um, and do the stuff that maybe doesn't feel or look as sexy on paper. But you're also the one to be willing to do that for, like, the long term. Like, this job, the, the joke you made in the beginning with this farm. Like, you'll take the nine to five. You'll do the thing, at least for the time being and you're okay with having more than like a two day trajectory of your life. Maybe it's two years, maybe it's a few years, but there's like sort of a long haul and it doesn't have to be super sexy or um what's the word? Super sexy or like it doesn't have to be flashy, but it has to be forward moving and in like a ground like like I, I don't know you can't see my hand, but it's like step by step like you're inching forward so to speak. And you like when shit is done well. So, like, even if you think you could skip some steps to move forward faster, there's a part of you that's like, no, I'm, we're going to do it the proper way. And we're going to get it done right. And it might take a little bit longer. It might whatever. But, like, there's a there's a resistance to you just doing things super fast and pushing it out and it not being really great. Um, and it's not even so much for perfectionism, but sort of respect for doing things the proper way and honoring all parties involved.
1: So let me let me start by saying we clapping. We're clapping. We're, we're right clapping. Here. Thank you, thank you so much for the the earnest and thorough and really vulnerable for for doing yeah. that for two people that you don't know that well. And I will say it would be impossible to react to all of that without <laughs> like making it its own like therapy session. Yeah, like crying. I right. <laughs> but I think we both we both felt a lot of the things that you said rang very true. Now, is that the work of astrology? I don't, I don't know that it is. I think it's the work of being very intuitive person, like you said, an empathetic person and an intuitive person. And I think I was doing a lot of nodding. I know Grant was doing a lot of nodding. And I think you can both see a lot of things reflected in one another that were true there. So, respect. Thank you for taking the time. We, that we was- bow
0: to you, Lalita. Thank you for your, your vulnerability, your energy.
2: Thanks, man, and Vince. It doesn't mean that you're not sassy sometimes, too. It's just it's there's oh, a wimp, yeah, or was, snarky, oh, or, 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 any, or any of these things. It's just it's uh, well, a it's
1: concrete, but uh, there are no aspects. There, there are there are a lot of things that you said that that really did resonate. My point. So thank you so much for that. <laughs> I i am re- i am really hesitant to make more requests of you because you've been <laughs> so, so much. generous with your time and your words so far. But we do have a request, and that's that you answer two questions for us. Cool. Uh, and I'll ask the first one first. The as, first. As you're apt to do, Vinny. The first question <laughs> is, Lolita, how can our listeners support you?
2: Damn. How Okay, so they could like my Ask Juanita videos, and they could share my work with people that they feel resonate with it. So take a look at my stuff my blog veralalita.com and take a look at my YouTube channel which you can get to through my blog and if it resonates share it and i hope that it makes you laugh and if you have if they have ideas for what i can do to improve it or if they have things that they would like to see um, i really do it for the love of it but also yeah. as an inspiration to other people so
0: I will say yeah you seem very receptive to that i signed up for your email list recently and i'm pretty sure the first it must be like the first auto setup email was like Tell me, but I don't. Know, what was the, you have an ask, right? Like, tell me about what you're excited about or something. What was it? It's like,
2: how are you feeling? And what yeah, are, how you are you excited f- about? Yeah, yeah,
0: that's fantastic. That's great. You like, didn't write
2: back though. You didn't write back. I, it
0: was minutes after we got off the phone, and we had like an additional email chain. I felt like it would have just been too much. <laughs> It'd been inundated. Not for me, but I just felt like I shouldn't put that on you. <laughs>
2: that's and that okay so wait, that's an interest so I will say this last piece is that it's really interesting to me when um, like so connecting with people is a feels like a superpower of mine like being able to connect with people and I cho- I'm more selective with who I do it with but being able to connect with folks and seeing their reaction to how they perceive the other person so like the email thing that's interesting to me um, and I would encu- I would actually challenge that and encourage you to like Unless you really don't want to, but um, what could have that looked like? What could have that looked like had you didn't think you were putting something on me?
0: Uh, Well, hold on. I think probably the reason I'm saying I'm putting something on you is because I felt like it would have been putting something on me, like in that situation. I admire your ability to open up the conversation, but I find myself. In similar waters of being selective about connecting with people, and also considering uh-huh. connecting with people to be a, a superpower as well. But I don't know. I feel like we were already doing that, so to me, that would have just been another layer. And and I think maybe if it was someone I didn't, I hadn't just spent an hour talking to on the phone, <laughs> and like yeah. wasn't already doing it. So I, I respect what you're saying, but you I will shit. say, like, I, I didn't think I would get more energy from it. I thought I would lose energy potentially well not that's the wrong way to put it but you get what i'm saying
2: i understand and i'm just giving you shit
0: okay <laughs> likewise i'm gonna push back <laughs> on, if you can push well, back on the pushback.
1: those are good ways and we will show notes all those ways we will and uh you should do it because so vince that was one question yes uh that was you, one you have, an, you have another do you not how right you are grant <laughs> uh, I've got exactly one more. And that is, if you would want our listeners to take one thing away from your time on the podcast, what would you want that to be?
2: Um, being true to yourself isn't a thing that comes from your mind. It's not a thought. It's not a forced way of being. It's learning to feel and see beyond what you think and beyond what you see in front of you to something that's much deeper deeper. And when you live from that place and when you interact with people and the world around you from that place, it has the power to transform what you're looking at and how you interact with people. And you don't get to that place mentally through overthinking it. I mean, that can lead to it because you realize that you don't arrive necessarily there through mental thought, it's through the body. So I would encourage people to ask themselves if they weren't any of the things that they thought that they were like their job titles, their relationship, write everything down that they associate with themselves. And then put a big X over it. Um, what's left is pointing to who people truly are. And that is where the real power is. And that's where true engagement and enthusiasm and the absolute power of life originates from. So that's what I would encourage people to do on a Friday night with a glass of wine Netflix and chill
1: spiritual with yourself, style with yourself and <laughs> maybe yeah maybe get on a, a podcast and chill and just see what happens maybe Hopefully. meet someone maybe meet a nice lady or gentleman on a, on a podcast <laughs> there's no better way in the common era <laughs> oh boy man uh, jokes aside that was insightful and totally and I respect that point of view a lot
0: Thank you for sharing your light and your energy with us and with our listeners, and in ge- like in general, it, you're you're a force
1: to be reckoned with. It's fantastic, and it was fun. It was just plain fun to have you on the show. Yeah,
2: thank you, and the feeling's mutual.
1: We like to end the show with
0: personal mantra, uh, kind of a Sethian idea, which is ship it. At the end of the episode, we have our guest say ship it.
2: Ship it yo. Okay.